0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. To put it bluntly and scroogely, Disney's 3D animated version of A Christmas Carol is a calamity. The pace is mostly glacial. That's enough to cook the goose of this premature holiday turkey. And the tone is joyless, despite lots of bizarre laughter in Jim Carrey's voicing of Scrooge, plus half a dozen other roles. Scrooge's nephew asks the old skinflint, Why so cold-hearted? You could ask the same question of Robert Zemeckis, who made the film, and of the company that financed it. Why was simple pleasure frozen out of the production? Why does the beloved story feel embalmed by technology? And why are its characters as insubstantial as the snowflakes that seem to be falling on the audience? Part of the answer lies in the unnature of that technology— Like The Polar Express and Beowulf, which were also directed by Zemeckis, A Christmas Carol uses a motion capture process that translates the movements of live actors into fantasy images. For its defenders, the process is cost-efficient and good enough. For its detractors, including me, motion capture has become synonymous with a special kind of lifelessness, faces with limited mobility and dead eyes. A Christmas Carol soars only when Scrooge is in time-travel transit. One lyrical sequence flies him back to his boyhood village. And parts of the movie will scare little kids out of their little wits. Dickens framed his novella as a moral tale. Disney sells it as a thrill ride. The Polar Express with a really bad Santa. You can almost see the various rooms on the Disneyland ride to be. In between the action sequences, the movie plugs along with ponderous, self-important drama. This sorry excuse for family entertainment tries to enshrine a classic while defacing it. In a shockingly beautiful new film called Precious... One of the most telling moments comes toward the end, and it's hardly more than a throwaway. The heroine glances at a mirror and sees herself. Until then, mirrors have reflected her desperate fantasies of who she might be, a svelte blonde, a bejeweled black dancer, or cover girl. That's because Precious has found the sight of herself unbearable a 16-year-old African-American who's played by Gaboré Sidibe. Precious is obese, abused, illiterate, almost mute, and pregnant with her second child. The film follows her growth from a rageful child with a turbulent inner life to a formidable young woman with a life full of promise and hope. The director was Lee Daniels, and the full contractual title of the film is Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. It's an awkward title, but a useful reminder that Precious is a work of fiction by the African-American poet who calls herself Sapphire. And something of a fantasy in its own right, a fable about the power of kindness and caring. That's not to diminish the fable's value, only to note its inspirational content. And Precious really is inspiring. If the filmmaking weren't so skillful and the acting weren't so brilliant, you might mistake it for a raw slice of life from a third-world country where movies can still be instruments of moral instruction and social change. Gabaret Sidibe is phenomenal in the title role, and the comedian and actress Monique is equally so as the heroine's monstrous mother, Mary, who makes a mockery of maternal instincts. This is a fine movie and a deep one. It's about unearthing buried treasure. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.